Could have given it to Dragowski if uh, if Empoli wound up getting a goal. Dragowski. Dragowski. Be authentic. Uh, I actually found out there was another. So there, there's another number 69 Serie A. Who is it? We were talking about him like two days ago. Oh, uh, Medjorini. Yes, Medjorini from Kiev. Yeah. He's so the two 69s are going down under. I wonder if they're that's going it. down. The two 69s are going down. And that's our show. Okay, let's end it there. All right, we're on. You ready, Nick? Let's go. Però Andiamo! Catenazzo, che donna. Andiamoni! Nick, don't look so sad. It's all good. Perk up, perk up, perk up. Nothing to be, nothing to be, nothing to be ashamed of. Tough day. Tough day. day. Valiant effort. Tough day. Listeners, welcome to episode number 50, 53, 53, 53 of the Caltro Podcast. We are, uh,. We're just kind of, I guess, taking it all in. The the City A season just finished. We watched the conclusion. Quite, uh, quite the ending. Together, yeah. Um, we, we So again, we, we took it all in. There were a lot of games uh, on this final day that took place at the same time, all with a kind of crossover crossover, implications. crossover implications and effects on one another. So uh, we, we paid very close attention to... What was going on, and we we were not disappointed. That was that was that was quite the that was quite you the weren't you weren't disappointed. That's true. That's true. Nick 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 and all Milan fans were very disappointed. Um, so it's uh it's officially in. We we know we know what the table looks like. There's been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of uh, moving about up and down the past couple of weeks, the past couple of hours, the past couple of hours as well. But uh, as things stand. It's official. Juve champions. Napoli so wanna, second wanna, place. How about we? How about and, we start with uh, that? Let's start with that. Yeah. So so Juve are champions. Napoli second place. Atalanta snuck into third place in the last week and maintained it this week. Uh, and Inter snuck into the final and fourth Champions League spot, uh, usurp usurping Milan uh, all'ultimo, as they would say. Milan are in fifth place. Roma finished in sixth place. Uh, lucky me, I don't have to get a Roma. Uh, wolf tattoo anywhere on my body, so I'm good. I'm good. I won't have a. That would have been a rough look if I had a Juventus and a Roma tattoo on my on on my body. Wouldn't have been able to live that one down. So um, why don't we start there? I guess. Um, and 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 well, I guess also in the re- in the relegation, the relegation, uh, Kievo and Frosinone were um, the bottom two, and we knew that for quite some time. But uh, Empoli. So got, relegated, we, got relegated today. So, so why don't we? Why don't where, we where, remind, do we, where do we start? So I was That's gonna say, why don't we remind everyone uh, what needed to happen for, for uh, you know the the table that you just uh, they just spoke about. What needed to happen for that to be set in stone? So a couple of the couple of the big games this weekend were, uh, of course, Milan playing Spal. Milan had to get a win to have any chance of getting into the top four. They got the win. It was a bit of a rough game. Um, Three you, two. You you. I mean you you were up two 0 and Spal came all the way back and it looked like you weren't going to do it, but you wound up getting the win, which was uh, which was I mean that was it was it was it was close. Kessie got two goals, got the penalty at the end. It was a little bit uh, I don't want to say contentious, but you know it was I guess it was it was it was a penalty, but it was it was it was it was definitely a hard fought. It was definitely a hard fought game, and it wasn't like you you dominated in the second half. So I mean yeah, far from it. But uh, so that that was one result. That uh, that had to fall a certain way in order for shifting in the table to to to, to occur, but um. So here I actually have a, I have a it's not really a stat maybe it's like a qualitative stat. Um, so Milan started the day in fifth, right? 
Uh, at halftime, they had moved up to third. Yeah. They, they, by halftime, they had moved up to Ooh, third. Stat guy. Okay. It's qualitative stat. Yeah. So then, so then, maybe you should maybe you should take a screenshot. Gets better. T- gets maybe better. you should take a screenshot and just put that, make that, make that your screensaver. Milan in third place doesn't fit. It's a tweet, so it's a, it's a landscape. But uh, then you know, uh, in the second half, they had moved down to fourth. They then they had moved all the way down to sixth, and then back up to fourth, and then finished the day where they started in fifth. So other games of interest this weekend were Atalanta playing Sassuolo. Atalanta had to get a win to ensure that they would stay. In uh in the in the Champions League spots, they actually went down one nil earlier on in the game with Berardi getting a goal, but he got a red card at halftime in a brawl. That uh, that didn't even happen in the game. It happened after the halftime whistle. I mean, you know, uh, he's 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 Calabrese. Milan Milan killer through and through, right? That's the narrative. Every time, uh, I mean, he hasn't done it in a while, but well, he had those four goals against you guys like five years say, ago, yeah, right? Five years ago, I was gonna say his narrative is the Milan killer. And now he did it again in a different way. Yeah, well, you know, he, he got he, the red, and he, then uh, yes, he has Pepperoncino he, through three. three he's, uh, he's, he scored three in a row. He's got Pepperoncino coursing through his veins. You know. It's the Calabrese hot blood. So um, he got sent off. He does have disciplinary issues. It's not the first time he's he's been like straight sent off like that. So yeah, so Atalanta pegged one back via Zapata, and it went uh, it went into halftime one one, and they just they 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 stormed back and got two goals in the second half one three one. So they secured their spot. And then so Inter were in the other game with the greatest top four ramifications. I would say Roma also were in a game that could have technically had mathematical ramifications on the top four but a lot of stuff had to happen for Roma to get in they beat they beat Parma but it wasn't enough so Inter kind of was the final game that I guess Atalanta Milan and Inter fans were all keeping a close eye on and this is the game that we were referring to this was the last game to end actually because of because of the 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 crazy the crazy uh, the crazy finish that, that 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 happened in that game basically Inter played Empoli and um so Inter Inter had to win to get into uh to get into to get into the Champions League or tie, uh, a loss would have effectively knocked them out if Milan had uh, won, which had, had won, which they did, right? So, um, the, but the the the, the kind of kicker here is that Empoli were also trying to stave off relegation, and in the end, what wound up happening was uh, Inter Inter did beat Empoli two to one, but Empoli actually had so many fucking chances to tie it up in the second half. And they just they just scuffed them. There was one. There was one. There was just one. Just off point. the top of my head right now, I could think of four. Five, four, I could think five. of four, and then maybe five, maybe even six. There was a save penalty as well. Inter could have gone up two 0 and Dragovski, man. Dragovski made eight oh saves God. in the first half, and then he saved a penalty. Uh, he made a save with his face on uh, on a breakaway in the second half. I don't know if it was on Lautaro or on Keita Balde, but he he just he he's he's really so he's really impressed me. Empoli got relegated, obviously. Um, because as as we said, they 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 couldn't quite manage to score it and tie it up, which would have been enough in the end uh, for them to save themselves. But um, tough, tough way to he, get relegated. Yeah, but, really but, but, but it feels but it feels like Dragovski will probably go back to Fiorentina. And I would say if you're Fiorentina, now that they're staying in Serie A, now that they're safe, I I don't see why you wouldn't either keep him or just sell him to you know sell him and cash in on him uh, because he he definitely has some resale value right now. Where mm-hmm. a team where a team would would look at him and. Hundred percent. Like I, honestly, I even think like Roma. Roma could look. Oh, great look call. Well, I think they, they, they I won't. Think, uh, they I won't. Think, uh, Juventus were, off, were also offering Perin to Roma, so that's uh, that's something to look out for in the summer. The Roma, Cran- I mean, Roma's goalkeeper. Yeah, Cranio to Roma is another rumor that we've been hearing a while, but for for a while, I, I don't think. Listen, I don't think Drogovski is going to go to Roma, uh, but he, he he definitely tough tough but, way for Empoli to go down. Really tough, right? So we saw 
I don't know, we could just quickly maybe describe some of the, the, the golden opportunities that we could remember off the top of our head. It happened about an hour ago, Max. Um, there was, a, there was um, a shot that went off the crossbar that Danilo and Ambrosio cleared off the line. Uh, Handanovic may, may have made, what, two or three? Two or three. Two breakaway, or three half breakaway yeah. saves. Uh, um, he smothered. He smothered one breakaway when when uh, one of their forwards was was in on was in alone one on one. I don't even know who it was, but he he just he basically had a second to shoot. You know, at that Hand point, when, when it question gets, it, and when it gets to three or four goal scoring chances, or you can't score. That's you probably you, deserve to get you know, relegated. You, you, that's you, you when, lift your that's hands when. up and you're like, yeah, there's nothing. Exactly, we were here for a reason. So I mean, I mean, and then and then at the end. Uh, Nagovsky goes up for a corner with like maybe a minute left in injury time. Oh, right. Inter, right. inter break. Uh, Brozovic actually knocks it past half and kind of gets gets enough mustard on his shot from far out that it's able to trickle into the net. Looks like, you know, game over 3 1. But nope. Sonk. Uh, Keita. Keita Balde. Pulled on, pulled on Dragovsky's shirt as he was going back, uh, trying to get back into the net. He was nowhere near the ball. Not even hilarious. close. Not even close. Pulls, pulls him down, gets a second yellow card. It's a whole bordello. Goes to VAR. He gets sent off. Empoli all of a sudden get one last chance to go forward after all the other games had ended. Yeah. So uh, all eyes were on that. Game. So all eyes are on this game, looking to see who gets into the top four, who gets into the, you know, who, who's going to get into the Champions League and who's going to get relegated. Um, people in Genova, people in people in Milan, people in Tuscany—they were all watching this game, wondering what the hell was going on. Um, and they actually got one last one last chance, but um, wasn't enough. I think they got two after that, actually. And so cro- there was a cross. A cross was swept into the box that literally passed through everyone. Yeah. So Here, um, fun, fun little hypothetical: if if Keita Balde gets sent off like he did, yeah. and Empoli do manage to score, mm-hmm. does he get murdered tonight? In Milan, like is he is he murdered in cold blood? Um, I'd say attempted. He'd be attempted to be killed, but I, I think there'd be high high alert on the, so the in, so in inter security. He'd probably is, sleep is, in the San Siro for like a week and then so find a way to sneak out. So this is a stupid. Run a mustache. This is a stupid discussion. This is a stupid discussion because like it like it had never happened. Know, that's why I said but fun hypothetical because obviously like because like, like, we, we we I mean we, we we can't go back now. What happened happened and that's it. He's safe, but like. Oh my God! I actually I can't I can't imagine. There would be attempted murder. <laughs> he would have to sleep somewhere in the bowels of the San Siro for a week and just find a way out. I I, I don't think. Okay, so, so would he have gotten murdered? No, I don't think so. But would he have gotten uh, attempted? Uh, I said uh, attempted. No. Would he have gotten? Would he have gotten a uh, character assassinated? Yes. He would, his character would have gotten murdered. Yeah, like on social media. Social media assassination. Social assassination. Yeah. Definite. Definite. Not, I don't think he's staying at Inter. He didn't have a. Didn't have a great I mean, he's team. only been there a year. Uh, he's on loan, right? He's on loan. He's on loan from he, Monaco. Is he, on, is he on loan from Monaco? Yeah. I thought they had a buyback option. Maybe not a buyback option. Sorry, a, a buyout, a buyout option. Maybe they do, but uh, I don't know if they'll. I don't know if they'll exercise. So, that. so I mean, anyway, just to wrap up this play, just to they sort of wrap def- up, they definitely have wouldn't have if, he, like, if they lost. Just to sort of wrap up the play by play, Fiorentina and Genoa played in a uh, in a nil nil draw. They played out a nil nil draw in um, Firenze, which meant that. Genoa would have gone down if Empoli had scored mm-hmm. at the end. So just to be clear, that like the reason why we're saying that Empoli would have saved themselves with this one goal is because the results were such that uh, it, Genoa would have been in a position to go down. So um, just, just, just really tough. Fiorentina, man, holy shit! Like, talk about being saved by the skin of your ass. Uh, I didn't, I didn't get to check what happened in the Udinese game. Why don't I just look real quick? Udinese, Udinese actually came they back won. and beat Cagliari, beat Cagliari two to one. Yep. Meaning, so so if so if Genoa had managed to score a goal, 
If Gen- oh my god, all it would have taken I, was Genoa scoring a, lot a of, goal. It's a lot of if and buts, but I know it's 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 crazy to think that Fiorentina. If Genoa had scored down. one goal, Fiorentina would have been one spot off of the relegation zone. Yep, what a drop off. So you know we were actually. Why don't we talk about Fiorentina a little bit? Um, you know they drew because just, just to conceptualize how crazy their season has been. They haven't won since Cause, February. Because right? well, yeah, they haven't won since February. And uh, I don't know for maybe for for, the, for not that many you know avid uh, cultural football soccer fans you know uh, a a draw a, a draw in soccer right so it's not it's not necessarily the same thing as in North American sports where it's like okay you got half the points decently beneficial you know when you draw a game you're losing two points there right Fiorentina drew fourteen games this year and think about it they played thirty eight they drew almost a third of their games they lost. Point. They've lost two points, wow. and then I'm, I don't wow. know. I, I I knew that stat going into this game. Benassi was their leading scorer with seven goals. So I don't know how many they I, lost. I don't know how many he scored. That, you know, I, like, I can't. Yeah, I don't think Benassi has scored. Probably, I know he scored like five, five, six early on in the season, like before December. Yeah, he finished with seven. He was the leading goal scorer. Are you, I mean, I'm not surprised about that. To be completely honest, I would just hold it. <laughs> I, I, it yeah. They're, de- they're, defi- so, so they're definitely they're definitely gonna have to regroup and they're in the, they're in this year they're in so Empoli won more games than Fiorentina Empoli won ten games Fiorentina won eight crazy madness they're in single digits of of uh, of wins this year well anyway I, I mean it's just it's 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 hard to see where they go from here, right? Sorry, because I actually want to correct paper, myself quickly. Seventeen draws for Fiorentina. I guess it, it goes to show you that a team on paper isn't <laughs> isn't indicative of. Or your players on paper is an indicative of, of how successful you'll be, right? At sports, right? Yeah, because because I I mean, if you ask me what what the problem with them is, I don't know that I'd be able to tell you what the problem is. Of course, maybe not. maybe because I don't watch maybe because I don't watch them that diligently. But I mean, I, I don't I don't I I don't I can't say that like oh they need to get they need to get this player they need to get that player. I guess I mean maybe they need maybe they need stronger center backs. I guess I but I, I don't I don't know they they have who, who do they even have as a center back like Vitor Hugo and like Victor uh, Victor Hugo Pizzella and Herman Pencella. Yeah, yeah. So captain, I believe. I don't know. I mean it's it's pretty what, what, look I, I, I I'm going to I'm going to go off the off the the top of my head here. I'm pretty sure that their start their you know their uh, typical starting 11 this year it did not differ that much from last year. I mean no, you know, so except it, for except for except for Astori, Astori, right? But he was gone for what more than half the year, and they they rallied around him and and whatnot. But uh, it's crazy, and, and you know, it's it's one of those phenomenons in sports where it's like you you just phenomenons, a phenomenon, phenomenons. I don't I think it's phenomena, phenomena. I got you, I got you. It is one of those. It is a phenomena, grammar guy. Ph- no, no, phenomenon in it, sports. It is a phenomenon in sports. Where you can't, you just can't explain it. I don't know. You can't explain it. I'm still waiting for uh, Pioli drop that. Uh, that um, we're still waiting to find out what uh, we said. We would soon find out as to why uh, as to why he quit. And I don't know what soon is in his books. I think it's been like six weeks since he made drop that bomb. But uh, hmm. still, still waiting to hear what happened. Maybe there was something in the room, something with management. Who knows? Anyway, just to kind of shift things back atop the table. Obviously, Milan missing out now on the Champions League, and Roma missing out on the Champions League has great ramifications on both those clubs. Because um, at the start of the season, if, if if I told you that Atalanta was going to get into the Champions League, it would have surprised you. It would have surprised me. It would have surprised anybody, right? Yes. Um, this was not expected. This was not supposed to happen. They have they have overachieved, and Roma, and arguably Milan have underachieved. And I I think like it's important to make that distinction here because. When Atalanta make the Champions League, like you have to understand, it almost sounds ridiculous, but like it's like it's like a bonus for them, you know. Like they don't need the Champions League. I get that every team 
need success, right? But they don't need the Champions League in order to be financially sustainable. They really don't. They're not, you know, they, they because they weren't, they weren't like none of their none of their plans were contingent on making the Champions League. It's the first time they're in the Champions League in a hundred and something years. So but, if but, that's not no, but I'm just saying like yeah. that just shows. But Roma and Milan's plans were very contingent on making the Champions League. And you know what? Well, see, that's not like, entirely true. It's oh, not entirely true. You don't think so? You don't think that it's they're not entirely true? I th- I think in a I, lot of still, ways, it's, it's in a, a fail- lot of ways, it's they a are. failure. It's a failure, but it's not. Um, I, 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 so the world, the sky's not falling, but like they're like what they wanted to do is greatly inhibited now by the fact course. that they're not yes qualified. To, to say, to say that their plans were like are, are all like in shambles now that they didn't make it. I don't know if that's true, but like, I, obviously I agree that clubs like Milan and Roma, the goal is to finish the Champions League. Obviously, likewise, Lazio, Torino, who Torino, who made a very good run the second half of the year and only finished a couple of points out of the Champions League spots. I mean, you know, like that would have been a bonus for them, kind of like Atalanta, where their plans were not, their plans weren't contingent on on qualification for for Europe or for the Champions League. So, um, by the way, do, do do Torino now get into the Europa League? I think they no why, they, no why would, no why no. would that be? No, they don't. Sorry, no 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 place. no no they, they don't they don't they don't Lazio do. Because Lazio won the uh, because Lazio won the Copa. Yeah, it would be if someone in the top six would have won. If the Atalanta Copa, had won Torino. the Copa, yeah, exactly. okay, that's what it is. Um, but but yeah, look, I I mean, just just, I guess that's that's the only real distinction you have to make here. It's like is is like, Atalanta coming in third place is a big overachievement, and now they're just riding it out and they're just enjoying the ride, while Inter, for example, have they've qualified right, but they they're gonna have a lot more stress. I think they got, they have a lot more pressure to succeed, and it's almost like it's almost like self-destructive right like like past success leads to future expectations so like in terms of what this means for Inter and what this means more critically for Milan and Roma now I'm not entirely sure but I think generally we could say that you might expect some sales from both clubs more uh, Milan, especially more, Milan. Milan more than anything because they're the ones who are under the uh, FFP uh, whatever uh, sanctions Mike, Mike, I micro- guess microscope sanctions yeah they're under UEFA's microscope they, they definitely are at the Big moment brothers watching but uh, yeah, if the rumors are, or, you know, likewise, if the rumors are to be believed, then Edin Dzeko is probably going to get sold as well to uh, Inter <laughs> if uh, if uh, if Conte takes over. We were talking about this yesterday. So Conte looks all but set to take over Inter right now. If and when he does, which by the way, huge huge cock slap um, across Spalletti's face uh, for him to have qualified for Europe and for them to sack him as they probably will. And where would he? Where is he going to go now? That, that's, that's exactly what happened to Roma as well. Imagine uh, Roma. That's what, that's what happened to him at Roma. Imagine he Roma take him back. Absolutely not. I, have, I know it'd be impossible. It would have, never happened. I literally have happen. no idea where he's going to wind up. He'll go back to Russia. Is that it? How many years did he spend over there? A oh, lot. Several, several, several. A I wouldn't be surprised. And maybe he may. He may have to take a step down, though. Like he may have to take a step down and maybe manage like Fiorentina. If, if I were no, if I were his agent, this is look. This is the best way. You know how. Um, what is it like? The heart grows fonder due to absence. Yeah. Leave leave this area. Go go to Zenit. He's go, old though. He's go older, go somewhere. Man. Go somewhere. Because look, when he was in Zenit, right. He was always touted as like a, a tactical mastermind, but he was doing it in another country. So, you know, he came back. He won all kinds of uh, titles over there with the Russian oligarch money and all that shit. Maybe he can go to China. He'll come back. Or he'll go, sure, China, another one. Then he'll Guang, come back. Guangzhou. Guangzhou everyone, everyone will remember him as that tactical genius that qualified for the Champions League a couple of times. And he'll come back and he'll yeah. manage Juventus what, in like seven years. Juve, are you nuts? How, how old is he actually? He's like 57, I think. Yeah, I he'll still be around in seven years. What's... um. 
I, I I just threw that number out of my ass. I don't actually know. I don't actually know how old. He, I think I think he's like. What'd you say? What'd you say? Fifty-seven. I think okay. he is. I'll check. Al is not. Al is not here. If you haven't, if you haven't noticed yet, Al, it's just me and Nick. He's sixty. Week, so. He's sixty. He looks pretty good for sixty. He's sixty. He looks pretty good for sixty. What's the team in other China? Th- other than those permanent uh, wrinkles on his forehead, that might be due to stress more than age. What's the What's the inter team in China called again? Um, something Suning. Suning. Just Suning. Suning something. I, I don't know. Let's leave it at that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe if Inter want to save money, they could just they could just ship him out there. They could just uh, they could just, there. They, they they could just, there. Yeah, they could just excommunicate him out there, and they'll still they'll still be paying him. They won't have to buy. They won't have to be paying two coaches at once. Jiangsu Suning. That's yeah, Jiangsu. Okay, currently fifth in the Chinese Super League. Um. So so look, I, I mean, we were, again we, we were talking about this yesterday, but Conte loves the big man up front. It'd be funny if he brought in Jekyll when he has Icardi and Lautaro Martinez already. Like of all guys, oh, Icardi's he, gone. Icardi's gone. Is he though? Yeah, he has. He has another crack of the Champions League now. I think if they didn't make the Champions League, he was definitely gone. That's, uh, that's but, what. But now it's like a. It's like a, um, There's two parties to this, right? There's Icardi that we think wanted to leave, but now what if Inter just don't want him anymore? What if they just want to cash in and and start fresh? I wonder. I wonder if Conte will want him, and if he do does, do does I wonder if he has enough le- cloud already, right off the bat, where he could say, "Yeah, I don't need him. Get rid of him." Yeah, he, I think he does. But like Conte loves playing. Garbage football sometimes, doesn't he? Like, for lack of a better word, like he loves, he loves, he loves getting Giroud up front. Like, not exciting. Graziano Pelle. Graziano Pelle with the national team. He's gonna get Jekyll at Inter potentially. He had, um, Llorente, Llorente on, spoke about this and Matri, Matri and, oh, and Vuc- Vucinic at Juve. He loved having a big target man, and he hated Jovinko, who was a really creative player. I mean, although, although I mean, I'm not gonna echo those Toronto, those Toronto, those Torontonians, all the Toronto fans that were saying me. Jovinko is the reason why we didn't qualify for the World Cup. He's creative. We need him. But like, yeah. But he, but he still though, like Great Conte, take. Conte never, Great take. Conte never gave him a chance. So you know what? He may have been right the whole time. Um. Anyway, so I mean, it it, it remains to be seen what will happen. I mean, Donnarumma leaving is one thing that you were echoing as soon as the game's finished. When the game's finished an hour ago, Nick, you were like, and it's sad Don, because Donnarumma's gone. He ended, he ended the game uh, coming off with an injury. He had a hamstring pull. I mean, we we can't forget. We don't know what's happening with his agent. I really Raiola hope that's right not. Now. I really hope that's not the last game he yeah. plays for Milan. Well, again, we don't know what's happening with his agent Raiola at the moment, so we have to wait and see what's going to go on there. But um, I guess to to be determined. I guess uh, in terms of other games that sort of stood out this weekend. So I, mean, I, I just want to comment on the on the whole Milan any? thing. Just okay, to, okay. You have uh, more to say? I uh, just have a couple of uh, a couple of things to say. Um, I believe that uh, so Milan finished on uh, it was sixty eight points. It's the highest point total since uh, I think the twenty twelve twenty thirteen season that they've had. So that the it it just goes to show that you know it's like wrong place wrong time you know well and, and any I, i'm not gonna we don't have people here maybe we could look back i don't know what 68 points would have gotten you in the past but if that's like the highest point total that they've gotten since 2012 2013 and it's led to fifth you know i don't know if that would have led to fourth maybe one year and whatnot but you know you 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 know it's 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 very you know hindsight's 2020 it's retrospective but you look back and i, I just looked over this before we started you look back, you know, where where did Milan drop a point that, like, put them in this place? You know, and you go and you look at the games. Um, so these are all draws, okay? Did, didn't, didn't, didn't you lose? So, look, these are all draws. Okay. So, look, these are all draws from this year. I, I just took note of them quickly. Yeah. Um, Frosinone, relegated. Okay. Parma, Bologna, 
Cagliari and Empoli all, lower all half, draws all lower half so th- those were uh, so what's that five games those were ten points dropped did you draws. lose to Spal at one point or am I dreaming I know Patania scored a goal against you guys very, very possible I just really I would just really love it personally very if Patania sent you it's guys very down po- very possibly even in the grand scheme of things if his one goal sent you down that'd be, that'd be hilarious but you know you look at that right there you know if, if even just one of those games was to so Parma if, pa- the, right? the, the, the Parma draw was on a Bruno Alves I know it's if I know but Bruno Alves the 30 million year old scored a, a banger free kick you know and that tied the big, game big respect right that tied the game and 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 they drew you know just you look back at moments like that that make you think like you know like this was really a dropped season like it just it's it okay. sucks it and, just it and, really sucks and, and you, you know what you know what's funniest of all is uh i'm almost convinced that max allegri is going to come in and manage you guys now and when it does happen it's going to be hilarious if things actually do turn around because then it'll be like the one thing that's been lacking for the past five years, was six years, he left. is Max. Well, maybe he had to leave that's, and grow. That's maybe so he had, funny, he, he did win with them in 2011, right? Or 2011, 2012, I think. But it's just like it ended so, I guess. It was like this. I was going to say badly, like but you hear this? What is that? You snapping your fingers? It ended like that because he won and then he got fired the next year. No, no, he got fired after. No, he or got the, fired two 20, years later, 20, 2013, 2014. Yeah, yeah. When when yeah. Cedar, so okay, so a year and a, and a year and a bit. I don't know if he got fired at the end of the second no, I, season. I think it was. I believe Cedorf came in as a, t- a caretaker manager in the winter. Yeah, and then and Balotelli met. came in and scored all kinds of goals. I think you're. I think you're actually confusing it with. Uh, I, no, I think you're getting confused. Balotelli came in in the 2012-13 season, got you guys into third place. That back when El Sharawi was tearing it up, and he and so Balo and El Sharawi basically led you guys to third place. Allegri got sacked mid-season in 13-14. Caretaker. Right, yeah, Seedorf. 13-14 by Seedorf, yeah, exactly. But again, so what I was saying was the fact that it ended so badly with Allegri, I think kind of left a lot of, I think it left a lot of people with a sour taste in their mouth, and it kind we'll of see. led people to believe that he was a joke. Clearly he wasn't. And maybe, you know, things just went off the rails for, for other reasons. Maybe because the Milan doctors were just performing the, the opposite of, like... Which which, yeah, which doctor is Exactly what I was going to say. Just, they, and, they, like, they, here, like here's, another hypothet- here's another hypothetical. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy how much, like, a point could define, you know, careers, really. And, and just, like, space and time. Like, what if, what if Milan did make, you know, the Champions League... Let's say they won against Spal today, and people start crediting Gattuso. Like, does he leave? Like, do do we are we talking about this? Like, who knows? You know, it's 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 crazy when you just when you just think about what sport is, man. When you when you think about sport like this, like this doesn't matter to. Like, I, have an, I have another sip of beer, Nick. You know, no, but I'm, I'm, just, I'm it's serious. It's like this isn't you know this this doesn't matter to life in the grand scheme of things. But here I am, like on a Sunday afternoon, like five thirty, like having a beer sitting in front of you, and like it just feels like something sucks. You know, it's uh, that's 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 the way she goes. That's the way it is. Well, you know, you can't you can't control you can't control how you feel, right? You you can't control your emotions to to a particular team. As Nick as Nick takes another swig, um, I mean, I mean, it's she, a beer. She, it's it's just, not a bottle of vodka. Relax, a swig. <laughs> A swig, it's a swig from the bottle of the, of a, the bottle of brandy from Nonno's, Nonno's uh, from Nonno's uh, bar. Um, I don't know, man. This is just how you feel. Whatever, it's the natural reaction when you lose when you feel like you lose something. It's but but look at I mean Roma are in the same boat right now too. But let's be honest, Inter got in, but they were like a like a better finish away by the Empoli by the Empoli striker who we still whose name Farias. I still don't know. Fuck what, was that it Farias? Like they were one fa- they were one better Farias finish away from also going out of the Champions League, and I think it, it's almost like it was almost like like 
kind of like in the Premier League, where it's like nobody at the end wanted to get in the top four. Man United, Chelsea, and Tottenham were all just dropping points left, right, and center. It's like, it, it, it was like almost a competition of who was the least shit, who was the least underwhelming. Like, I think that that's actually been a story of the season. I think that's, like, that's indicative of how Atalanta were able to sneak into third place, is... Like, Roma, Milan, and Inter, almost, I would say none of them deserve to go into, to be playing in the Champions League right now based on the way they played. They were all so up and down. They were so inconsistent, all of them. None of them really dominated for long, consistent stretches. They were always prone to a shite result against a shit team. Respect to Empoli, you know, who've been doing well recently. But I'm sorry, they're fucking relegated. And they could have not been. If, if, if not for a little bit better finishing and Inter would be out and we'd be talking about a whole other different story. And I think, again, this is sort of... An that, that was my point. It's kind right? of an important it's asterisk. It's crazy it how... Was, just an important asterisk here that, like, a lot of teams actually... Like, now, now that the season's over, we'll get to our superlatives next week, okay? We'll kind of break down our best moments of the season, our best and worst, everything of the season, whatever. But it, it's, been a, it's been a bit of a... Like, has it, was it, has it really been a good season? Has it been that exciting? Like, like you've, you've wrapped for it up league, a long time. in general? I don't know. I don't know. Like... It was. It's it, hard to give a lot a, of the teams that were supposed hard, to be competitive to give rational, were not competitive. Yeah, I was gonna say it's hard to give like a rational take on that, like hours after the season just ended. But I, I would tend to agree with you. Yeah, there was a there was a lot of under. But so, for all the underwhelming factors, there were still like Atalanta finishing third is a very bright bright thing. You know, I just saw Bleacher Report football br football. How many followers do you think they have? Millions just tweeted. You know. Atalanta have qualified for the Champions League for the first time in a hundred something years. Like yeah, it, it, yeah. that's yeah. A, it's a bright spot. But I, I I do agree that with that bright spot, you know, that comes to the expense of uh, Aroma, uh, Milan, uh, whatever Lazio maybe uh, of not not making the Champions League. Well, I mean, Under, uh, underwhelming. <clears throat> yeah, but I, I mean, look, it, it, I, I'm not necessarily saying it's a bad thing that that quote unquote bigger teams that you would expect to see in in, in Europe didn't get in. Um, I'm just saying I think they just that a lot of the teams didn't compete as much as they should have with with the big dogs. You know what I mean? Like like Napoli like Napoli like has anybody been paying attention to what Napoli have been doing recently? Has anybody been paying attention to what losing Juve been doing Bo- recently? Losing to losing Bologna. to Bologna, Juve losing 2-0 today to Sampdoria. Like we could talk about that. I want to talk about it a little bit not because it matters, but just because like it's more just like, a, hey, has anybody noticed how shit Juve have been recently? Like, since they lost to Ajax, nothing has mattered. They were champions. They they haven't won in their last five games, and I don't even care. Like, I'm a little I'm a little rattled about it. Like, I was pissed watching the Sampdoria game today. Why would you care? Why would you care? Because I still don't like seeing them lose. But like, it, but but yeah, I mean, like, listen, like, I don't know. Listen, but but nothing like, changes. Juve played Carlo Pinsolio in goal today. If you're not a Juve fan. I don't expect you to know who that is. He's a third stringer. He's a good guy. He's always on the bench cheering everyone on. And he played in the last good guy. game. Good he, pl- guy. he played like shit. DeFrel sent him the wrong way from six yards out in a little shot that painstakingly trickled by him. Uh, Gianluca Caprari for Sampdoria got an incredible free kick that Pinsolio just watched go right in. Pescara boy. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, he did use to play for Pescara. But, I mean, um, you know, they gave, their de- they gave a debut today to, uh, to Manuel Portanova, who's a... I have to say it was very impressive. He sent Moise Kian through, who scored a goal, a beautiful goal, a beautiful finish. They called it back for offside. It was the wrong call. Uh, always close, is. Yeah, always, always, always is. You know, I, I, I think it's bullshit. When, you're, when your feet are offside and you're leaning forward, it's not offside. It's just a, they, it's they, a, they shit, it's it a shitty rule. I don't think anyone, maybe I don't understand the rule, but I don't think, I don't, I, I genuinely don't think, I don't see how that's offside. Shitty but, rule. But, you know, Hans Nico Lucy Cavilia played a lot in the end of the season. Uh, just, you know, Casares started today. You have stopped giving a shit for the past several weeks. And, 
Like, you, you don't want that at the end of the season, right? You don't want the best team in the league to be just fielding their C team and losing games. Like, I don't know. And then, you know, just Napoli half-assed. Because then approaching. you have guys like Mihailovic getting triggered, remember? Yeah, but 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 just in general, I think, like, it's just a, it's just a boring end of the season. That's all. I'm also, listen, I'm pissed because... I'm pissed because you've, you've been like sh- playing like shit recently. But just in general, I think it's, I, I think I think it's just not a good thing for the league that they've been ma- that they've been able to do so shit and still win the league by like eleven points. So, whatever. I digress. If if nothing else, this has sort of been like our our, our raw reaction to the end of the season and sort of uh, immediate takeaways. We haven't, been, you know, there hasn't been as much. I guess there hasn't been as much banter so far this week. We've just sort of been talking about what has happened. Um, so I mean that's it. Just that's let's 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 leave it at that and let's get to some other stuff because uh, maybe in a week when everything settles we can kind of give our superlatives like I said and we'll we'll give uh, we'll look back a little bit more critically on the season and think of some stuff that stands Cr- out critically. And, yeah, yeah, critically. We're, in a week we're gonna transform. We're gonna transform into serious serious take, guys. Definitely stay tuned. Actually, in the next week we're gonna we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get some. We're going to get some fun stuff going. we got international soccer coming up. We're going to have the Azuri squad dropping in a week. We have um, some uh, some youth tournaments as well that we'll get to. Um, maybe get Big Mick on next week. Obviously, we said we would get him on last week, uh, this week. But uh, clearly, I mean, if you're listening now, you know that hasn't happened. Ale isn't even on with us. But uh, it's it, it's coming. I'm hoping. I'm really hoping that maybe after the Europa League final, we can get him on. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so definitely stay tuned until next week and, and kind of get our get our takes on. On some of the uh, some of the more some of the more lighthearted stuff. And how, how funny is it that Bologna were on the verge of relegation to finishing in tenth spot? Well, it, it was pretty tight at the end. Of the I know, I know, I know, I know. It is, but when you're just looking at the standings, what's uh, hey Nick Mihalovic bought himself a year, but knowing Bologna yeah. and Joey Saputo, if he loses uh, five of his first ten games next year, he's gone. Do me a favor, check uh, check what Ricardo Orsolini's status at the club is right now. Does he have a buyback option by Juve, or is he loaned or? Not totally sure because he's been really good for them down the stretch. He's got like four or five goals in the last month and a half. Is he going to? Uh, is he? No, he's twenty-two, right? So he's not going to. Uh, he'll, be U, he'll be at the. He'll be at the. He'll be at the U21. Yeah, he'll be at the U21 World Cup. He's twenty-one, turning twenty-two this year. See, but obviously, I you see. could you could be if you're twenty-three this year, then you're you're good because the, quali- I, I the qualification. The, I think when the qualification started in twenty seventeen. You had to have been 21 years old. Right. I right? believe, so that's, that's um, why he's according eligible. to uh, uk, uh, he was on a... .co.uk. Okay, thank you, you know, for just in case, that. Uh, just in case anyone wanted to, wanted hit, to hit, watch. Hit up the I link. wanted to look up the link. Um, his contract option is a buy option with buyback option. Okay, so this is what it is. Okay, so he's on loan. So listen, so listen. Bologna can buy him, but you can buy him back. Yeah, exactly. Okay, matrix, so, matrix, m- matrix. Multi-layered deal. But Joey Saputo is a big, big business guy, so he makes deals like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, huge business guy. Buy option or buyback option? Big business guy. I'm struggling, I'm struggling to keep a straight face when we talk about Joey Saputo being a big business guy. Um, As the Montreal Impact lose millions of dollars a year. Remember? Oh my God! What was that press conference? He 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 came out during last year and said, "Listen, I'm going to be honest with you." We're losing astronomical amounts of money. You need to lower your expectations in a league with a salary cap. I don't know if he said that. I don't know. That might be fake no, news. No, but he basically that said. That might be. Uh, he, he said, he, he just came out and said, we're losing money, man. We're, we're bleeding cash over here. <laughs> we're bleeding. Um, 
Oh man, it's so funny. It's so funny. We have we have a video dropping probably in the ne- in the in the next week or so. Last week we said that we would. Uh, last week we said that we would call a few stores and ask if they had any leche kits, and we uh, we did kind of a. In, sort of in that mold, we 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 did a, we did a we did a skit yesterday. We'll, we'll and we'll, we'll anyway anyway. We'll, when when the video drops, you'll you'll learn more about it. But one store one store we called. Oh man, just it, it having to do with save impacts. it save it. Save okay it. okay okay okay. Nick Nick's, Nick's telling me to sh- save it. Okay, I'll that's wait. what we call a tease in the business. I'll wait till it's edited. Yeah, just 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 dip the tip in. There we go. And nope nope. That's all you get. Um, look, can we get to? Why don't we get to? Why don't we get to? A, I have an only in Italy moment that I wanted to get to. Okay. Uh. De Laurentiis, Aurelio De Laurentiis went on our, our, our and everybody's favorite radio station, radio station and uh, reputable news source, Radio Kiskis Napoli, where all the biggest, uh, all the biggest notizia out of out of the Campania region drops. I have to say, I, having been to Naples a couple times and in the region, they they are it's 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 hilarious whenever I see Kiskis Napoli being cited as a source because they're a they're a music station. They're a music station that has, like, I, I guess some some pop culture shit go on, but like, it's, I just find it hilarious how they interview footballers at the station. It's anyway, so I guess they're, they're they're like they're like the they're like the radio station that everybody listens to in Naples. So De Laurentiis is like a, a prominent guest that's featured on pretty often. Every time he goes on, he's good for a couple of a uh, for, for a for a couple of for a couple of just uh, like big 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 sound, sound, big sound, sound bites. bites. Yeah, exactly. Quotes. Uh, yeah. And it's almost like he goes on there and he go, he does it on purpose. It's almost like he's, I think it's just his character he's, he's, where he's nuts. He's, he's just putting his dick on the table. Yeah. <laughs> it's what he's doing. Yeah, exactly. Stroking it off. And, um, like he gets off. No, but like in all seriousness, like he probably like gets off on, like he just, he loves the, the feeling of like calling in and dropping a couple bombs and hanging up, <laughs> you know? For sure. No, no, no that's, that's that's probably, it's probably true. And, uh, of course, Corriere dello Sport reported it in a way that, uh, that, uh, that gets me going. They go, um, so they quoted De Laurentiis as saying, Quagliarella sarebbe un sogno. It would be a dream. So again, the only in Italy moment here is he went on Radio Kisis Napoli and basically said, "Oh yeah, started a transfer I, rumor. Yeah, just started a transfer rumor." And I heard, and I and I heard, and I heard the uh, I heard that his own commentator saying today, uh, after the Sampdoria game, after shout out, after uh, Quagliarella officially became the uh, capo cannoniere, the leading goal scorer in Serie A this season. So I believe Pepe has to buy his kit now. He does. Um, he does. Yeah, we we uh, we'll hold him to it. That's that's, that's one bet. That's one the bet that we have written down on the uh, on the long list of kits to be bought here. I think that's actually the only one that's materialized uh, in this in this past year. Yes. It's, it's the only. Well, I, I made one mid game today. Yeah, saying saying that if Empoli scored a goal, you'd buy an Empoli kit. If yeah. if, uh, if Milan qualified for Europe, and I would have done it. I would have ordered. I would have been ordered by now. You know. Okay. Just one thing we have to do. Just like personal personal goal here. We have to lose more bets. Like when I say I'll get a tattoo if this happens, we need to start losing more of those bets. Otherwise, like it's not as interesting. We you know we need to we need to follow up at the end. Where anyway, well whatever. I digress. Um. So yeah. Um. At the end of the game, that his own commentator is like, yeah, you know, it'll be t- it's uh, to be to be seen whether or not uh, Quagliarella will be back for Sampdoria next year. He is of course rumored to be going to Napoli. His and I was like, and I was like, what? His what? boyhood club. His boyhood club. Yeah, you heard that too. And I was just like, well, this Della Rentis went on the radio and said, I'd love to have him back, which is also funny because he basically he he sold him and threw him under the bus. I think where he basic where Quagliarella was made to look like he demanded a transfer request. 
um, but when it was that whole backstory, not, yeah, with I mean, the that, personal issues. Yeah, well, that, that that whole stalker drama where where he couldn't, he couldn't, he had to get away, he had to get out of the city of Naples because he wasn't, he wasn't safe anywhere. But yeah, no, just only in Italy moment. Uh, Del Valenti is going on the radio and just dropping pure bombs. I think I have some other quotes here from that radio interview, but that was the biggest one, just like starting his own transfer rumors. Um, let me pull it up here. Well, uh, here we go. Oh yeah, he also said he also goes, uh, if Sadi went to Juve, it'd be better than winning the Scudetto, which is. Um, Probably, you know, indicative of some cultural problems at Napoli, where uh, winning a Scudetto is is just as nice as seeing your 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 former manager, uh, your former employee, just I, I'm not even gonna say do like lack success. Just like, oh, why why would it be sweet for him? It's not like that necessarily guaranteed. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I think I think I think it's more I think it's more the fact that if he went to if he went to Juve, he'd leave Chelsea after a year, and I think that's satisfying for him because I don't even know. I don't even know. Delarentis, man, weird man. Only in Italy. Only in Italy would this happen. Um, maybe he should yeah. get on. Maybe he should get back on Kiss Kiss and say that uh, Liverpool should buy Berardi because then the, that transfer rumor will start. To yeah, work. yeah. He also said here. We, here we go. I got it here. He says. Uh, he said. He, he said. He said he'd give Qualiarella. Un posto d'onore, whatever that means. Uh, an an honor- honorary position. What does that mean? What does that mean? Like, like an honorary like, degree? Like, like an honorary position as a striker? Like, like you, like so like he'll be on the team, but he won't play? What the fuck? He's, he's a capo canoniere. Here, can we actually discuss this transfer rumor? Would that be a good move? I think it would be. Why the hell not? The fans would love him. The, be the return of the he, prodigal he, son. He, he probably... He'd score double-digit goals, probably. But he probably wouldn't start. Like, would he want... Like, he probably wouldn't start every game. Yeah, but does he want that? Does he care? He's I don't 30, know. He's what 30, do we know? What do we know? He started every game this year. I remember. Well, he. You remember? He always said that it was super painful when he had to leave Napoli, and it was the most painful moment of his life, and how it it ruined the best moment of his life, right? The you know playing for his boyhood club, the team that he loves. He's from Castellamare di Stabia. He's from like fucking or Donnarumma, twenty so. minutes away. Yeah. So, so I I could see it happening though, but you know this is this is the time of year when you have a, when you have a bunch of nuts rumors. Speaking of which. Um, I wouldn't even call that a rumor. I mean. No, well, speaking speaking of which, why don't why don't we get to some of the random transfer rumors okay, that, could I, that could we I just, have? I, out wanted to, right I wanted to address something first quickly because I, f- I forgot to say it when we were talking about Fiorentina. Um, I don't know if you've seen in the Re- last Re- few Re- days. Re- there's, a, there's a last in the last few days. There's been rumors that um, an Italian American, the same guy that wanted to buy Milan before uh, before it went to the hands of the Elliot Fund. His name is uh, Rocco Comiso. I'm sure you remember that name. I think yeah, he used yeah, to. Yeah. I think Mr. he used to own the New York Cosmos. Mr. Comiso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember him. So, yeah. Um, I think two, two or three days ago, it was reported by the, the New York Times that he was. Uh, so not not wanting to buy Fiorentina, he was expected to complete a deal. So I guess it's been done uh, incognito or whatnot. Maybe that has to do with Pioli leaving. I don't know. But uh, how much money does that guy have? He was a CEO of a big telecom company in the U.S., like MediaCom or something. It'd be great, it'd be great if he could just like Man City style inject inject funds into into Fiorentina. Yeah, and just so get them, render them a little more competitive. So uh, that that was rumored. Uh, so not rumored. Sorry, that was reported a couple of days ago, and I I just saw this earlier today that um, apparently Fiorentina have announced a meeting that uh, you know the board of directors will uh, will meet with uh, Rocco Comiso tomorrow morning and Fuck attempt it, to buy the club. It's so. the Della Valle family that own them, right? Yep. The guy the, the guy and own Todd's and I remember a lot of Fiorentina fans were pissed a couple of years ago because they invested n- n- tens of millions hundreds of millions they invested a lot of money anyway into the cleansing of the Colosseum with toothbrushes 
Remember that a couple years ago? I think I, I think don't. no. Apparently, apparently, like the, the only like the most surefire way of cleaning the Colosseum was with a toothbrush to not damage it or whatever. So they had to. I think they had people commit. They commissioned people to manually fucking clean the thing, scrape it, scrape it clean with toothbrush, with toothbrushes. Excuse me, tongue twister right there. Um, which, as you can imagine, takes a lot of toothbrushes and takes a lot of man labor, takes a lot of time, and a lot of Fiorentino fans were pissed because they're like, well, one, why are you investing in our club, and two, why are you investing in infrastructure that's not even in our city? Uh, anyway, I, I I had no idea that they wanted to sell, to be honest, but that'd be that'd be that could be interesting. Um, I, I mean, you, you know, uh, I I don't know how I don't know how Fiorentino fans would feel about that with everything that's been going on with James Palotta the past uh, the past the past week. And, you know, past year, uh, sort, sort, sort of like this. No, but you know, sort of like this fear of this, this fear of American of American ownership. Maybe did you see actually what a lot of Roma fans were doing this week? I did not. They were okay on Facebook. They were all bombarding. They were just they were just fucking commenting as much as they could on a bunch of Boston Facebook pages. Where Palotta's from? Yeah. So he's so so Palotta's from Boston. So they were just commenting on like the Boston Herald, the Boston Globe, just different Boston Facebook news pages. Which is the most random thing ever? Commenting what? I don't know. Just, just, just saying, just, just calling, calling Palota a pig, something like oh, stuff. Okay, so insulting him. Yeah, stuff like that. And apparently, apparently, Palota's sister has a restaurant. Uh, so, uh, yeah, don't, don't. I wouldn't. If, if you're James Palota and you're listening to this podcast, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't check the reviews on. Uh, I wouldn't check the Facebook reviews on. Uh, on. Uh, on uh, on your sister's restaurant, buddy, because apparently they 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 absolutely annihilated the place as well, which is kind of funny. Um. But but look uh, to get back to what we were talking about in terms of random transfer rumors. Did you see this one? This is the most random one I've seen in a long time. We're going to be seeing a lot of these random transfer rumors. But every time we see How one, about it's we worth state, noting. Let's state the sources. Let's state the sources. I don't even know what the source is. All there, I see. There you is, go. Good start. Well, hang on. <laughs> where where did you see this? Football Italia. It's Nathaniel Klein being linked to Napoli uh, for fifteen million pounds. So random. Generally, uh, Football Italia sources their uh, rumors from. The Italian usually newspapers, re- yeah, usually so reputable sources. I, I, it's very or ra- somewhat it's very random. Like I, I don't know why they're in need of a right back. And weren't they? Uh, they're linked to Trippier too. Yeah, what? Which, 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 they just want an English fullback. <laughs> it's it's it's. De Laurentiis just wants an English fullback. Literally though, but they, like, what's wrong with Hisai? They don't lack depth at fullback. I, I don't I don't know maybe they, they, maybe they want a maybe they want a second a backup fullback. Yeah, but I don't. But Trippier for thirty million, forty million, however much they buy him for, is not going to be a backup fullback. It's ridiculous. I it's funny rumor I, just, I guess you can expect many more of those in the coming weeks but um anyway and, and enough on Napoli Nathaniel Klein at like he's not even at Liverpool anymore. no he was on loan at Bournemouth he didn't play at all the second half of the year or the first half of the year so they sold him to Bournemouth uh, he's on loan but uh, imagine imagine Liverpool's fans finding out that Napoli were stupid enough to buy Nathaniel Klein that's gonna be like like Sunderland fans losing it at Milan paying six million or ten million or however much you guys paid for uh, for Borini. Yeah. Um who who just came out and said uh my future is definitely at Milan as if he has a choice. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Well uh, good love music music. I mean I guess years. he does have a choice because he could just reject every offer if uh, if, if any come in. Um I mean uh I, I, I was I was gonna say I, I was gonna, none will come I was I was gonna say, I was gonna say maybe like Maybe just drop down to a lower tier team, but why the fuck would he? Right, he's probably getting paid. I think he's probably I saw, getting paid a lot. I saw salary. I, I saw salary this year at one point. I was I was blown away. I think he might be getting like paid five million euro a year. Uh, no, that I that three, I can, three, four, I can five confidently million? say he's not making five because Donnarumma is making six, and that's like one of the highest in the league. How much? How much is Borini? Borini's making? probably making two million a year. I would guess. 
even that is nuts. I want to I want to I want to get to the bottom of this here. I would I would guess that he's making two million. Um, look, man, hard work pays off literally for him. Uh, why don't we get to our hero? He gets paid for his work Yo, rate. Yeah. Hero of the week, Storms of the week. Why don't we get to it right now and uh, we'll sort of wrap it up. I think we, we, we've kind of – Nick's a little bit spent today. He, he doesn't have a ton of energy. He doesn't have a ton of enthusiasm, which is understandable. So why don't we why – don't, I really want to hear who pessimistic Nick uh, in a very dark frame of mind right now has as his Storms of the week. Uh, why don't you give it to me? Yeah, look, I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't prepare one this week. First time in history I uh, haven't prepared one this week. Um, apologize. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to give it to Iguain for missing the penalty against Juve. You remember that? Remember that? Let's go back. Let's go back. I'm going to pick one moment of this season. I just want to uh, give it to. In November? Um, yeah, it was yes, in November. it was in November. He missed the penalty. You remember, right? Uh, well, missed. I think I think he was saved by Chesney. Uh, yeah, it's easy to save a penalty that's that's kicked like right at you. But, I mean. I don't know. I, I, that, I don't know. I really don't have one, honestly. I I, I don't have one. So spin zone. Uh, the the thrones of the thrones of the week. The thrones of the year for you. The reason that you that Milan are not in the Champions League. No, I didn't say that. The blame just, goes to Higuain. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I didn't say he's the reason. I'm just, I, well, I actually, I actually heard that. Gotta find a scapegoat. I have a theory. You know why? You know why Sadi's being linked to Juve right now, and you know why he's entertaining it is because they own Higuain's rights, and he wants to coach him again. That is my theory. I think he wants nothing more than to keep coaching Higuain. I hope that's not true. That would that would that would that would be so sad if well, that was the reason why. I I don't I, you know you know. I, I, You're I having just, trouble I, saying I, it with I, a straight no, face. No, I don't have any issue with Higuain. Just he's not worth the salary that he's commanding right now. I think. No kidding. He might have been if he stayed at Juve and scored another twenty goals, which he may very well have done. It was just more that. You know, they had to balance the books, right? So I think they're going to try with all their might to offload him. But I don't think Chelsea are going to take him back. And I don't think Saudi's going to stay at Chelsea next year. The only, I think the only way they would be able to get rid of him would be if they, like, commit to paying, let's say, uh, like half of his salary now and yeah. over the rest of his contract. Can't wait, can't wait, to, can't wait to hear Big Mix take on Higuain and on, uh, on Saudi. I actually think, you know, you know, I take back what I said. I think Saudi's actually going to stay at Chelsea. Where the fuck's he going to go? Who are Chelsea going to appoint? But what if it doesn't come down to his choice? What if they actually just fire him? I don't think they will. I don't think they can. I, I mean, if imagine they win the Europa League, he finishes in third, and he gets fired. That that would be the epitome of modern football. We'll see. That's just Chelsea, though. That's what Chelsea have been doing for the past twelve years. They were the first one. They were they were the, know, they were the like pioneers. Val, for like that Valverde sort of thing. and and Barca, you know, wins the league, but he lost the Copa del Rey. And even if he won the Copa del Rey, like he made Champions even League, it's the Champions, anyways, the Champions you know? League final too, or the Champions League final, and not making it. I think that was well, not the final. Uh, losing to uh, to Liverpool, the, not making the Champions League final. Yeah. the Champions League semi, the Champions League semis, and going yeah. out the way they did, I think, is the reason why. Barca fans want Valverde out. We'll see, I guess. Modern football. You, okay. finish, you finish first or you finish third. doesn't matter. Okay. My hero of the week is... Um, or Sorry, my Stronzo of the week. My Stronzo. Excuse me. Take that back. We're doing our Stronzo first. My Stronzo of the week goes to an unnamed Viterbese fan. Um, so Viterbese playing Viterbo in the um, third division in Serie C. In the Serie C playoffs, Arezzo, a team from, I think, uh, Tuscany or Reggio Emilia. I don't know. Sort of that, that, that north central region of Italy. Arezzo were playing against Viterbese in the playoffs, and I saw this on God, on not Gazzetta, excuse me. I saw this on the Corriere dello Sports website they're, the other day. They're based in Tuscany. Okay, they are based in Tuscany. Yes. Okay, so Arezzo president Giorgio Lacava was knocked out 
uh, in a shocking incident ahead of the city like, achieved promotion like, literally, playoff, like, literally knocked out, out apparently like, by physically a vit- knocked out? apparently by a Viterbese fan or <laughs> Viterbese fans plural. La Cava had or, just why or they don't they haven't come down to it yet. That's it's I'm just I'm just breaking you the Sounds news here. Sketch already. La Cava had just saluted the traveling supporters in the stands ahead of the game when he was reportedly insulted by both home fans and the stewards working at the stadium. Uh, continues. <laughs> As he walked into the tunnel, someone punched the Arezzo president in the back of the head, causing him to briefly lose consciousness. I shouldn't be laughing. That's terrible. That's assault. That's that's prison in the in the um, in, in the, the court in, of in, law. in the civilized world. Uh, the tension in the stadium escalated with Arezzo fans threatening retaliation. So police urged director of sport Hermano Pierroni, very important that I named him, uh, and vice president Massimo Anselmi to speak to the supporters. Both in person and uh, in the stadium via Facebook at halftime. I'm not sure. Via what's Facebook. So Facebook they, Live. So I have no idea. I have no For idea. For sure, Facebook Live. Yeah, they probably had even less viewers than uh, than 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 our than our than our Instagram Live that we had that we took down before we started recording this pod. Um, so anyway, that, that that whole shitstorm that whole shitstorm was caused by uh, an unnamed Viterbese fan or a group of Viterbese fans who punched. Uh, Mr. Lacava. I love how we don't know. I love no, how we no, don't know if no. it's one or multiple guys. Yeah. The president. Is, uh, here's a quote. Quote: The president is fine. Let's stay calm and focus only on supporting the team. Let us not fall into the trap of provocation. The second half we're about to play represents a year of sacrifices for us. Um, anything else? Is there anything else? Is there anything else? I think that's all. We can't play into the hands of our opponents. Arezzo won the game two 0 having already won the first leg three 0 at home. They are through to the next round, having beat. Uh, Viterbese 5-0 on aggregate so uh, good for them um, it'll be interesting to actually see what happens in the City of Chief playoffs we have Catania who may uh, who may who may um, who may get promoted I think they're in the final against Trapani at this point so so I guess I, I guess I guess Arezzo are out um, based on that fuck it's so crazy the City of Chief playoffs are so nuts man because again there are three different divisions the divisional leader goes through and then I think it's like spots Three through five in each of the divisions go through the playoff for one spot. So there's yeah. like there's like there are like eight or ten teams vying to go through to go up. It's nuts. I mean, Catania and uh, Trapani are playing each other. I don't know if that's in the final or if um, it would make sense if, if eight. Anyways. it would make because ten wouldn't work. I yeah, I guess. Anyway, uh, could be cool to see Catania come back up. I was actually I was actually checking, no ten would work. Ten would work. I was checking. Uh, I think any any, any even any number. even number. <laughs> yeah, no, but um, a long day. But yeah, no, Catania, Catania, actually, I was checking the uh, the Serie A table from a few years ago to check some old stats, and I saw they, they finished like 8th place in like 2012-13, and now they're in Serie A Chi, which is just absolutely nuts. So, um, you know, it could be cool to see more southern teams come up. I mean, obviously, Serie A is very, uh, very, very concentrated in, in most of northern Italy. So, anyway, Viterbese um, fans, Tronzo of the Week for me. My hero of the week is um, the, the entire collective of the uh, U-20 national team who are currently representing the Azzurri. Um, sorry, we're currently representing the Italy. The Italy I mean, yeah. I sound, I sound, like, I, I, I sound like, I sound like Bench talking about the Ajax and the Spurs a few weeks ago. <laughs> um, so my, my hero, my, my hero of the week, Arli Azzurini, right? The U twenty team who are at the U uh, twenty World Cup in Poland. Mm-hmm. They are two and zero through two games. I, I know a couple of their players, although a lot of them tend to be. I mean, they, they, they are quite young. A lot of them are like nineteen, twenty, and playing the reserves for some of the bigger teams, or alternatively playing like City of or B. Um, but uh, kind of on loan. But um, Plitzari is their goalkeeper. He killed it against Ecuador. Yeah, he did. And Pinamonti got the winning goal. He of uh, Frosinone. So um, 
he's, he's very he's very highly touted. I know he has a, a lot of potential on FM. So um, but, <laughs> that but, means a lot. Yeah, it definitely does. He's a, he's the captain of the team. I think he's he was he was uh, he's I think he's owned by Inter, right? So who Pinamonti? I think he is. He played at Chievo this year. I don't know who he's. No, he by. played at Frosinone. I just said oh, Frosinone. Frosinone. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the yellow kit. The, uh, the other relegated team. <laughs> Fuck, you can't mix that up. The, the two yellow kit relegated team. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they could do. They're they're playing Japan in their last uh, and their last game. owned but, by Milan. Yes. Yes. Of course. Um, let me just pull up the roster real yeah, quick. Yeah, so, so Pinamonti is owned by uh, yeah. Inter. Yeah, okay. So anyway, I mean, we, we could talk about them a little more in depth in uh, in the coming maybe week or two, uh, depending on how the results go, especially as City has done now. But I, I, I was looking at the roster, and they have a couple of guys who, who, who I think could maybe go on to do interesting things. I know Orsolini and uh, Moise Kian played at the tournament, two, I think it was two years ago. Is the, is the U20 World Cup every two years? I think it is. I think not I, sure. I think it it may it may have been the Euro actually to be honest. Anyway, I know that a lot of the guys that have come through the U twenty team wind up going on to to playing for uh to, 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 you know they wind up going on to play for the U twenty one team and then subsequently sometimes you get yeah. a couple of guys that do go on to uh, play for the Azzurri. So it's kind of cool to see them when they're young. So hero hero of the week to them. We'll see how they do. They generally do well at those youth team tournaments, so we'll be following them. So the and the U, I believe the U seventeen team lost in the final. Yes, to, they did. I'm not sure who they lost in the I final. Might have, I think they I beat know. France in the semi, and I, I don't remember who they who they who they wound up. Was losing it the Euro U seventeen Euro or World Cup? I think it was the Euro. It might have been the World Cup. To be honest, I don't. Fuck. I mean, they're, 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 they're fifteen or sixteen, seventeen years old. Some of those guys. So how the fuck are we supposed to know any of them? But <laughs> we but don't. We it's, don't. I mean, it's kind of nuts though when you think that like Zaniolo actually, and Moise Kian could be playing, and Donnarumma could all be playing at this. U20 tournament kind of puts into perspective though how hype we should be getting about some of these guys obviously some of them can go on to do very good things but you know the the best ones are 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 already past that obviously but you know still still uh you know big up to them hope they can do well nick uh your hero of the week before we wrap up Sorry, the Netherlands actually won the U17 World Cup. There's a shocker. Uh, Euro. Sorry. There's a shocker. We're all over the place. The There's Euro, U17 Euro. This is some some youth tur- some youth tournament. They they had a bunch of youths. The youths. The U the Y U T E S is the youths. Your hero is. Somebody. I didn't come prepared for this. Give me give me a hero. Just, just give me someone, something, anything, anyone, anyone. Low, ha- um, low hanging fruit. How about De Rossi? Played his last game for uh, for Roma today. Yeah, but yeah, we yeah. I, I, that's that's very low hanging fruit. Very low hanging fruit. Um, it's better than nothing. You have nothing right now. What the fuck? You're, you're struggling I'm through. Trying to think of something good, but buddy. I, I, my, I, my eyes were focused on the game today. That's all I had my uh, my sights on. Yeah, whatever. Give it to De Rossi. Give it you, to De Rossi. That's it. Could have given it to Dragowski if uh, if Empoli wound up getting a goal. Dragowski. Dragowski. Be authentic. Uh, I actually found out there was another. So there, there's another number 69 city. Yeah, who is it? We were talking about him like two days ago. Oh, uh, Medjorini. Yes, Medjorini Kievo. from Kievo. Yeah. He's so the two 69s are going down under. I wonder if they're that's going it. down. The two 69s are going down. And that's our show. Okay, let's end it there. Listeners, get at us on Twitter and on Instagram at Calcio Podcast. We'll be back next week. We'll get to some of the international fixtures. We'll give you our superlatives for the year. Hopefully, we can fucking get. They'll big be 69ing in Serie B. Let's. All right. All right. All right. Till next week. Ciao. Ciao.